0: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. No,
1: no, no, no. Raise the excitement.
0: Welcome to this episode there of you All go. You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. DJ, welcome back. It's been a while, I think, but not too long. It's been a bit. Um, but we're back. Adulting and- sucks. Yeah, you've got a lot on your plate. And actually, I'm going to open up the floor for you just to bash uh, Isaac as he would you yeah, in this situation. Uh,
1: I will say, um, I know Isaac's been doing the uh, podcast In My Place a lot lately. Um, and he's been doing it from, what, Wyoming? Yeah, like, that's where he's in school. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, so I think most people forget that that's a state. You know, I used to think it was of, a fake state. Yeah. Uh, but it's real. We really real. only have 49. Mm -hmm. and Isaac's living in the fake one yes so uh but I can I I know he's been doing it remotely for a while um but I can tell you I can still smell his dirty stinky breath on this microphone Um, wow okay I'm I'm tired of every time he does the podcast he comes in and he's like bashing me acting like he's taking over right well you know what maybe Isaac you should get your own life
0: so you think that it's wrong of him to come on every week. I actually called him out in the last episode that we did together because yeah. I think people, number one, if they're tuning in uh, every week, but oh, number two, if they tune in and Isaac is filling in for you every single week, he goes on the same, like, I'm the new guy here. Don't worry about DJ. He's gone. I'm moving into the spot.
1: Yeah, which is extremely like hypocritical, right? Because yeah. He also gives the same spill about how he doesn't want to hear the same thing every week about the first five minutes of fluff.
0: Yes, so that's true. So um, if Isaac's listening eat to this your own episode, words. yeah, that's that's going to hit him uh, hard. That's going to hit right at home for Isaac. But DJ, you're here today. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. And we have a topic that I think is going to be really fun. It's going to be really helpful for people that might be in this situation because yeah. <clears throat> we've never mentioned that thing that happened in the United States no, for it, the past couple no, of it years. No, we didn't. But now that that thing is sort of kind of settling down, it seems, uh, the topic for today, I think, is becoming more uh, relevant.
1: Oh, I and thought you were going to say it.
0: No, I, we won't ever say it. Good. But um, this topic should be more relevant because I think more people will be doing this. Some people never stopped doing this. But for those people that were like, eh, you know, maybe I should hold off Uh, now it's kind of opening back up and you can, I think, comfortably do what we're talking about today. And so this is one of those self-help episodes, right DJ, where we, we sit down and because we have such extensive knowledge on so many different topics, this is one that I think will help a lot of people. You could actually, as you're doing, as you're doing what we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. you could be listening to this and doing last second touch-ups on the thing that you're setting up.
1: That's that's true. So
0: we just love doing these self-help episodes, and I think we should jump into it. I mean, I, it's only been a couple of minutes. This is actually a quicker intro than usual. Yeah. Are you good? Do you have anything you want to say?
1: As Trey Songz once said, I'm about to dive in.
0: Who's that?
1: Trey Songz, R&B singer, sings about... Oh, is it the... It,
0: it's like, I'm about to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really sensual?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. as a lot of his songs are... Okay. You've got that one. And You've he's got not, he's Neighbors not Know about, My Name.
0: He's not talking about a podcast No, that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And he's well, got this Neighbors is, Know My Name, okay. Love
1: Faces. A lot of his songs are based around that particular act that humans often do.
0: Uh, yeah, which is eating with family, right? Yes. I think is what he's singing about. And that's a perfect transition to today's topic. This is episode 218, Preparing for a Dinner party. been to a dinner party dj Uh,
1: in some sense of the word yes
0: maybe maybe you've been to a dinner party but it wasn't officially titled a dinner party right right
1: like would you consider a a get together i've been to more get togethers family gatherings Mm -hmm. um but not so much like a dinner party where you invite a bunch of friends over for dinner
0: would a thanksgiving meal count as a dinner party see i don't think so what about christmas no what about Easter?
1: I think if you're surrounded solely by your family, not a dinner party.
0: How about a birthday? Nope. Preparing for a dinner party, this is more of like... Birthday
1: could be. I'll take maybe, that back.
0: Maybe. This is more of like you're setting stuff up at your home. At your home. You're not yeah. going somewhere else. Right. Because then that would just be going out to eat.
1: I feel like a dinner party sounds more formal. Yes. Like you're, yes. you're setting stuff up for everybody. There are plates and Mats
0: the best fine wine china glasses. you have yeah wine glasses you bringing out the fancy silverware yeah. so now that we're saying that it could i think christmas dinner and maybe thanksgiving could be a dinner party
1: i still think if it's just family it's not a dinner party it's as a we, family gathering
0: as we go through this and we talk about all the things you have to hit with a dinner party we might come back circle back at the end and say you know what yeah i think holiday dinners might be considered dinner parties good poll question We'll go ahead and get started. One of the most important things whenever you're preparing for a dinner party, you might want to consider assigned seating. And whenever we mm-hmm. say that, that's you know who's coming to your dinner party, right? You have an idea of who is more conversational, who is more quiet, right? Mm-hmm. So seating, incredibly important for a successful dinner party because what would you say is the threshold for a successful dinner party.
1: You gotta be able to socialize.
0: You gotta be able to socialize. And I think one of the things that would make it a successful dinner party is people would want to do it again. Right? Yeah. If yeah. you go to a dinner party and you're like, ooh, that was... the Conversations were tough. Food wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to come back to do that. So we'll get to the food in a second, but yeah. the seating is what we're gonna start out with. Very important. Specifically whatever your table looks like, Mm -hmm. wherever you're eating, you might have a big dining room table. You might have some, uh, just some, you know, some storage tables, right? Where they're in the garage, you go dust them off, clean them off and set them up. And then you got a big long table going, something like that. Either way, it, it, you can make those tables just as formal as a dining room table. I
1: think that's more, I think that's a requirement for a dinner party. I think you got to have a table where everybody that is there. Is sitting at that table. Yes. Whereas at the family gathering, <clears throat> excuse me, like we were talking about, uh, a lot of times at my family gatherings, you got a table for the adults, you got a table for the, the kids. kids. Yeah. Some people can't fit at the table, so they sit in the living room and they just eat with their plate in their yeah, lap on the couch, which is Ooh, dangerous. No. And, and so that doesn't—that's not a dinner party. That's not a dinner party. at that's all. That's not all. a
0: dinner party. But if you do, I think that's that's a good point. You try to seat everyone at the at the same table. But like we said, this is where it gets very important with the seating arrangement, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want your introverts seated in the middle of the table. Right. Because oftentimes they have to carry the weight of continuing conversations and possibly even relaying conversations to people at the other end of the table. Right. So.
1: But hosts need to be at the ends, right? At the ends,
0: yes. Head of the table, I think, is where the host should sit. And the the
1: tail of the table? Would it be the head and the tail?
0: Head and the tail, sure. Head we'll, and the tail. We'll, of the we'll say that the he, the head of the table and the tail of the table. I've never heard that before. And the
1: guests make up the ribs.
0: Okay, so if we're looking at it, yes, as some sort of animal, if the table is some sort of animal, uh, yes, the the seats on the sides would be ribs. Yeah. And then there would be the head and the tail. So, yes, the host should sit at the at the head. Um. And, and I think what we're trying to say here is you want to do a seating, but you don't want it to be obvious that like you set your your cousin that saw that one thing that he just can't get past and you set him towards the end of the table. Yeah. Because you don't
1: want him leading the conversation. No, because he'll bring
0: all. up some dark stuff he might uh which which you know it's it's fine that he yeah. he went through those things and he saw those things that he saw. Yeah. But we need someone that has a little bit more upbeat personality yeah. to sit in the middle.
1: And, and you you don't want the hyper political person sitting no. in the middle of the table either.
0: No, you de- you definitely don't. That, I think and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a good a good person to sit in the middle of the table is someone who studied abroad in college because yeah. they're going to have a kind of a diverse okay. uh, perspective. Yeah, uh, they've got experience. They know how to converse with people, uh, people that they don't know. Yeah. So just kind of check your dinner party list. And if you're like, oh, yeah, Samantha studied abroad. Uh, there you go.
1: You you know what kind of person would be good to make sure that they're not anywhere near the middle of the table, like towards the end, in the corner, tucked away where they're kind of almost pushed
0: out of the conversation? Sure. Isaac. Yeah. So Isaac would not be one of those people that sits in the middle. He'd be down towards the bottom. He would dominate the conversation. Yes. And that's, that's also what you, what you don't want is a dominator, right?
1: You don't want a dominator.
0: You don't want the dominatrix at the, at the middle of the table. Did I use that word wrong? Uh, I didn't mean, if, it, if that was a misuse of the word, then I thought that that was the proper use, but we'll just move on and we'll yeah. say the dominator. We'll stick with the dominator. You don't want the dominator of the conversation in the middle of the table, because then now everyone when you else say, around the discretionary seating, they're like, oh, I, I never When you say the dominator,
1: I, I want to make sure people are not getting that in, that confused with, <clears throat> with the intimidator, Dale Earnhardt.
0: Oh. He yeah. would be
1: a great one to sit,
0: Dale Earnhardt, in would be the middle a great of the table. middle of the table. So, yeah, let's throw back and forth some examples of good people that would sit in the middle of the table. Because uh, I said someone that studied abroad. You said Dale Earnhardt. I would I would throw out uh, a comedian, a funny guy, right, or a funny yeah. woman. Um, so right, you could have uh, maybe Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine Nine. S- yeah, and yeah, Samberg would be good. Great middle of the table guy. Yeah. Um. Someone that is that hosts a talk show. Uh, if if someone is a coming Fallon. to your dinner party, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Doctor Phil, Adam Sandler would be a good one. Adam Sandler, great middle of the table person. Mm-hmm.
1: Kristen Wiig.
0: Kristen Wiig, she'd do some bits, yeah. carry it on. I think that's really good. So, you know who wouldn't be
1: very very you
0: are, well. You did already say Isaac if you were gonna say that. Well,
1: ahead. Isaac. Yeah, I was gonna say Lizzo. Okay. I don't think that she would be very good to have at the center well, of the dinner party table. Well, I think only because... Maybe further down the road.
0: Only because she might be a dominator. And That's true. And I think that that would be the, the, the quality right. that would keep her from sitting in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, long story short, seating is very important. We yeah. just really laid that out there. Um, and, and, and I touched on food. Another
1: I, thing, before we move yeah, sure, on from sure, that, sure. another thing I think that you have to have seated towards the middle of the table, at least... Maybe on either side of the middle. Um, Somebody with long arms.
0: Yes, to pass things. Because
1: at a family gathering, most of the time, I don't know how you guys do it, most of the time everybody kind of makes their round around the table and then finds their seat. At a dinner party, I think it's very important that you don't do that. Yes. I think you have everything laid out on the table and then you pass. Mm Mm-hmm. The you dishes.
0: Want, you want your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sitting in the middle of the table. Yes. You want your Giannis Ate Antetokounmpo, Tecumbo. yeah, sitting at the middle of the table. Yes, yeah. that's that's true. So, <clears throat> good point. Mm-hmm. And we will move on to the food aspect. We you just kind of touched on it there too. Mm-hmm. Food choice very important, mm-hmm. and that kind of comes with what kind of dinner party you're going for. Right. Uh, maybe you're doing a Mediterranean dinner party.
1: I was going to say, do you have themes? Like do you have like a say a Hawaiian
0: vacation yeah it might it, and, and then everybody shows up dressed in Hawaiian shirts yeah uh, it just really depends on what kind of dinner party you're having but no matter what kind of dinner party you're having the food's got to be good you yeah here's a tip from all you need to know if you're hosting a dinner party you're preparing for a dinner party yeah cook something you've cooked before don't oh don't try anything new, no by any oh, means it cooks
1: something that you've cooked well before
0: yes right here's So that's that's important
1: do you think and and I have my own opinion, but I want to see what you think. Do you think that grilling is an appropriate form of cooking for a dinner dinner party?
0: I think so. Yes. I mean, as long as the food gets to the table and it's good and it's cooked thoroughly and, I think it, and it, it tastes to be, well. I think it needs to be cooked in the kitchen. So you think it's a it's like an oven? Like you're you're a you're maybe grilling
1: grilling gives me more of the feel of a grill out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So as we get into this, I, I do realize that there are a lot of different things that you maybe thought was a dinner party, but it's not. Yeah. So I just have a very <clears> specific
1: <throat> thing like image that comes to my mind when I hear dinner. A dinner party,
0: party is a little bit more formal. Um, that being said, though, I think there's not much of a difference. Like, what if you just cook, the only difference between what you're saying, mm-hmm. cooking in the kitchen, and then cooking on the grill is like you're cooking inside or outside. And I don't think that you know. should differentiate between what is considered a dinner party. But that being said, let's just we'll talk about the food. Maybe yeah. that's not one of those things that we'll be able to kind of resolve because we could have talked about that for the rest of the episode. True. But like we said, cook something you're familiar with. Cook something that you know people will like mm-hmm. that are coming because you don't want to say, okay, uh, I actually decided to cook up some tofu. Here are some lima beans and uh, I got some uh, mixed greens and some cabbage, some My steamed cabbage. Goodness. Everyone's just going to be like, what the hell? What is going on? I thought this was that's supposed horrible. to
1: be... That's I, horrible. Hopefully nobody ever feeds anybody that, ever.
0: It would be just, disappointing.
1: It, well, I mean, those things exclusively together for a sit-down meal.
0: Not good. No. Well, that's what I tried to do. I said, what would be the probably the most disgusting, disgusting combination of things I could yeah, think of? Yeah, that would be awful. Tofu, steamed cabbage, lima beans... And uh, I said something mixed else. Greens. Mixed greens, yeah. Which I don't mind. Mixed greens, if they I think the problem with vegetables is you just got to season them, right? And a lot of people that's have true. have a bad experience with vegetables because it's just the person that cooked them for them the first time and they just didn't do it right. So, but but that meal would be hard to kind of salvage with seasoning. It's, that, that's not a good meal. So, like we're saying, you you cook something that is going to be a crowd pleaser. So you bring out right. you bring out that uh, oven roasted. Uh, chicken, mm. you, you you bring out the green bean casserole, right? Yes, all those things where you've cooked them before, you're confident and you know what it's supposed to look like. Whenever green it's bean
1: done. casserole is slept on, I think a lot.
0: I think it can be overrated sometimes, uh, but it is good if it's done correctly. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good green green bean casserole. I love a good green bean casserole too, if it's done correctly. That's right. That's the most yeah. important part. But so the food, I think. We, we talked about you just gotta you gotta know your audience, right? You gotta know what kind of dinner party you're going for, and that's whenever you decide what to do with the food. Um, never cater if mm-hmm. you're doing a dinner party. You gotta try to impress. Only cater if things go bad, right? So have that backup plan for the dinner party. If you overcook, you know the the chicken and the mushrooms, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have that. Fazoli's on speed dial frozen lasagnas yeah. ready to pop in the oven ready to pop and then you, you bring them out in your own pan yeah. say wow I was sleeping mm-hmm. over this for hours and they come out wow this is really good I think you a know? form
1: of pasta is very good unless you're going with like a straight up formal like yeah. you're cooking steaks like filet mignon in a <gasps> cast iron skillet
0: Well, if you're cooking filets hopefully you don't have that big of a dinner basing party basing up the beef yeah is it inappropriate at a dinner party to ask for Venmo's from everyone. And by that, for the older audience, that just means for people to pay for their own meal at the dinner party.
1: I think if it is discussed beforehand, if someone offers and you're like, yeah, we can do that. If you guys want to do that, we can have a little bit nicer of a meal. Yeah. It's like... If I'm just going to cook a couple of big pastas, then no, I don't think it's necessary yeah. for somebody to film up for that. But it, like I said, if you're cooking up filet mignon and mm-hmm. uh, some potatoes of some sort and uh, all the all the fixings that go with it. Sure, the Or fixings. if you're having appetizers and uh, you're having like a three-course meal or something, then I think at that point, yeah, I think it's okay to mention it as long as you mention it beforehand. Now, don't feed them and then pop it on like, hey – yeah. You guys owe me Here's my 25 demo. bucks a piece. Yeah.
0: Which I wouldn't have paid it. If I was at a dinner party I was invited to it, wasn't told I would have to pay for it. Yeah. And then was told after I ate the food that I had to pay for it. Nope. Very upset. Nope. Because I would have probably been there for the most part knowing that I didn't have to pay for that meal. So Exactly. That's not the way to go. If you can get away with a dinner party without trying to make people pay for it, mm. that would probably be the way to go. Moving on. Something that's also very important for the dinner party, because like we mentioned earlier, and I'll say it again, the key to a successful dinner party is for people to be like, you know what? I would do that again. I would come yeah. back. The ambiance of the dinner party.
1: All right. And again, you're going to have to throw that one at me.
0: So ambiance is the vibe of the setting. It's the uh, placemats. It's the decor. Okay. It's the candles that are lit. Um, it's the lighting. It's all of those things that really kind of come into uh, the the successfulness of the dinner party I think a good setting for a dinner party mm-hmm. is sort of like a Hollister lighting minus the cologne right right okay
1: so the lighting without the fumes
0: yes you want yeah. you want the lighting to be low yeah. but but also at the same time bright in some areas basically
1: right? spotlighting the dinner table
0: possibly. And, uh, yeah, like I said, instead of those very harsh, uh, in-your-face cologne smells that you would kind of walk through in mm-hmm. a Hollister, instead you would be kind of getting a whiff of the kitchen. Oh, yeah. what are, is, are, they, are they steaming? Uh, is, that a, is that a mushroom uh, yeah. appetizer yeah. that's going on in there? Oh, ooh, I, I, I think I smelled the, the wine. And yeah. you kind of waft, yeah. you waft Y'all the wine. you got cookies? Yeah, w- cookies, where the hell are those? Yeah. Right, things like that. So, the ambiance. I think you could really just say it's the sensory elements of the dinner party, is minus it dessert? the taste.
1: Is a dessert necessary? Now that I mentioned cookies, I know that's a little off topic from the ambiance, but
0: dessert is not necessary, but it definitely helps because I, yeah. I think here's here's what it, I'll describe it as: dessert at a dinner party can save you if the meal wasn't that good, yeah. right? Because then it creates that that last memory that could overpower that memory of the food. And possibly the appetizer or really however the meal went. Maybe someone brought up a topic and everybody got quiet, right? Yeah. But then you bring out the banana pudding and it's over. Dude,
1: I'm coming. You can have a dinner party a dinner party twice a week. If you got banana pudding, I don't care what you cook. Especially I'm coming. homemade. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. I don't care if you say, hey, everybody's got to take your shoes off whenever you walk through the door. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah,
0: if good. You got good to pudding. know that you'll be be coming if the if the banana pudding's I there.
1: I am, for lack of a better term, a slut for banana pudding. Okay,
0: and thank you for saying that. Thanks for being transparent. I just
1: that was the only word that could
0: fit right. fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In my no, mind. I I get it. I get it. Uh, but yeah, I think I think dessert is sort of there to be like the parachute for the dinner party. Like, maybe maybe you don't even plan on doing it. If you think the dinner party went well you just be like, you know what? Let's keep the banana pudding for ourselves. Like We did yeah. a good job. Let's leave it in the fridge. Yeah. But if you can tell, like, ooh, okay. Brian down there brought up that touchy subject about why gas prices are rising. Yeah. And then the, the chicken uh, for May wasn't cooked all the way through. Yeah, or well, we it was to, a little dry. We need to bring out that banana pudding.
1: I would rather the chicken be just a touch undercooked than it be overcooked and dry. Uh, I will I will dance with that game. I will I will play a that game, game. And, and I will run that risk. I would rather have chicken where I'm like, you know, I may be wrapped around the toilet all night tonight, or maybe all day tomorrow. But I would I much rather have that than to be choking on my chicken and having to t- take a sip of wine or water with every bite. Yeah, yeah, but still,
0: I mean, if if literally the on the plate you can see pink and it's chicken. No. I mean, if it's
1: running pink, then yeah, no, I yeah. want to be able to tell. I want if it's got to be in question. If it's like a, you know, this might not be cooked all the way.
0: It's got to be riding the line. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, if I can definitely tell, I'm like that's undercooked. I'm not eating. it. Yeah. But I a lot of times with food, I throw caution to the wind.
0: Okay. Which well, is probably
1: not good.
0: Yeah. How has that gone for you? Pretty, pretty good. You so know, far?
1: it I, it's been all right for okay. me so far. At some point in life, I know it will bite me. Yeah. Um, so,
0: here's a th- here's a thought that I had. Do you tell people you're having dessert, or do you keep it a surprise? You keep it a surprise. I think I think you maybe tell you,
1: them. Yeah. Then if you mess it up, you don't have dessert. Yep.
0: You tell everybody, hey, this is what we're having for dinner. We'll have some apps. These are the drinks we'll have. Um, but you don't. You keep the dessert to yourself. And then whenever you can tell everybody's getting kind of full, like whoo, maybe unbuckling the belt yeah. a couple loops. Then you say, "Hey, guess what? We got pecan pie." Yeah, and everybody goes, "Oh,
1: we got that nanner pudding."
0: Yeah, nanner pudding in the fridge, ready Woo. to go. So, I think that that's that's the best way to go. You keep it a secret, you keep it to yourself, and then you surprise the guests because then it just creates another atmosphere, helps the ambiance because you're in a you're in a person's home, but mm-hmm. because you just found out about a free additional banana pudding, mm-hmm. you feel like you're at Disney World, right?
1: Yeah yeah it, with the fast pass yeah
0: it feels like you got the fast pass at Disney World which I actually don't think it's called the fast pass anymore I haven't been called? there in a while I, I like I honestly think it says something about like lightning it has the word lightning in it I'm not sure but wow. I don't have enough knowledge on that I'm actually reading into that as we as we speak and whenever I say that like I'm reading about it as You're, we're talking well, hey
1: that's impressive
0: Well, I, like, both of us have to stay up to date on everything, so whenever we do... Life doesn't stop when
1: we start the podcast, right?
0: Whenever, it really just keeps going, gets faster, Yeah. but whenever we talk about Disney World at some point, I'll know, and I'll be ready to go. Yeah. Moving on for the dinner party, because I'm sure people are just like, oh, slow down, guys. I'm trying to take notes, but you guys are going pretty quick. The music. Do you play music at a dinner party, or do you not? And what kind of music?
1: That's a tough question. That's a loaded question. Is six it? six shooter with at least five bullets in it. Okay. Um, Why is that? I don't know. Okay. But. I think if you're going to play music, it needs to be instrumental, softly, in the background. Not anything that anybody's going to have to speak over, and nothing that's going to be distracting from the conversation.
0: Yeah, so you don't want any words. You just want instrumental.
1: Because no. I don't want to hear Sarah singing along in the corner while we're having a tr- we're having a conversation. Yeah. Oh my God, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Sarah.
0: Yeah. Shut I wanna, up. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you're like, oh, I wish I didn't invite her. I think
1: while you're eating and having conversation, I don't think so. Now, after the dinner party, if everybody's just kind of sitting around hanging out, if you want to like throw a record on, okay.
0: Who would be the one artist that you feel like, no matter the situation, no matter what theme of the dinner party, you could play and people would be okay with it? I think... Metallica? No, that's nope. that's far from, I think, yeah. the ideal one. Five-Finger Death Punch? No, those aren't good ideas. Did you hear my question? Maybe you misheard me. I said, what would be an artist that no matter the theme, no matter the ambiance, you could play their music and people yep. would be kind of fine with it? Think of regular background music that you would regularly hear. So maybe if you're walking into the mall or you're eating at a, an Applebee's, okay. like what are those songs that you're usually hearing that you almost are kind of numb to?
1: Um. I don't know who sings the. Everybody
0: in the club getting tips. Again, I, I don't no? think you heard the question correctly. Right. I'll go ahead and throw out some examples, and maybe okay. this will help you. I think that uh, people would be fine if you just threw on a Dean Martin radio. Okay, I was going to um, say Bobby Darin. Bobby Darin would be fine. Uh, another another person I am thinking of: Jack Johnson.
1: Right, banana pancakes.
0: Yeah, just, that actually some, did cross my mind. Some Jack
1: Johnson in the background, uh, just some a little strumming, a little acoustic. I think Jack Johnson would fit more if the ambiance that we talked about was more of a laid back, like a uh, vacationy type of dinner. Yeah, the, nothing the dr-
0: super formal. The dress code is is you know put on some khaki shorts yeah. and and maybe a, a little button up shirt. Uh, yeah. yeah, but. If it's like, hey, we're a, a, a tie and and yeah, slacks, if, if formal, then then I think it's it's the Dean Martin, it's you play the, the Bobby Rat Darin, yeah. yeah, things like that. So I like you said, those first couple really bad, but you did kind of recover, uh, and I agree with you. I think on it those all depends couple.
1: on the people that make up that dinner party.
0: That's true. So th- that's another thing you could throw out, say, hey guys, what do you want to listen to? And they'd be like, well, I, maybe they do say, everybody says Metallica, please. I want to listen to Metallica. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll do that. Led Zeppelin. Hey. Oh,
1: crank it. Hey, Led Zeppelin, see, that's the thing. You can't go wrong with Led Zeppelin because they have the uh, you know, the hard m- mm, more hardcore yep. like head banging type stuff, but they also have mm, some yeah. of the softer stuff like Yeah. um Going to California, Stairway mm. to Heaven. Uh if you have more of an ominous feeling, to your dinner party with, where the ambiance, like you got the low lighting and uh, it's almost kind of scary. Like people think, you know what? Hey, the food's good, but they may try to kill me at the end of this.
0: Okay. Well, ho- well hopefully people aren't in that situation. No. But wh- how do you feel about a playlist? Would you ever think about formulating a playlist? A dinner to party the, playlist? Yeah, down to the minute, right? Where even the songs are giving you a cue to go get the potatoes out of the oven. To I think at that point you're over planning. Okay. I think cause, that is going in pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At, at that point, you're creating an itinerary, and uh, I just when it comes to like sitting down and eating a meal, I don't think anybody wants to like, all right, I have to eat during this time slot, and I, if you're not finished eating, I'm taking your food. Right.
0: No matter what. Maybe that is a little too planned out. Yeah. I, I could see that. But what about we touched on this earlier? Having topics ready to discuss, would that be too planned out or? Do you think that that is okay? Like maybe you have an index card or on your phone, you just pull up uh, the all you need to know library, all 218 episodes, and you just say, how do you guys feel about running with scissors? Or do you think Tom Hanks is one of the best actors of all times? You know, you know things if like that. If
1: it's an AY and 2K dinner party, I think absolutely.
0: Uh, I don't know how often that's happening, but I'm just saying that all of our episodes could be a topic at a dinner party. Right. So... Maybe you go through our list or you just look up good things to talk about at a dinner party and you have it ready to go in case there is that lull in the conversation where those people sitting in the middle of the table aren't carrying their weight. And then, like I said, that guy down at the end that's seen some stuff starts talking about the stuff that he's seen. And then you need to... Freaking people out. Okay. And then you come in and be like, hey, I, I think coffee tables are crazy.
1: That's true. I, I think you need to be prepared to guide conversation yeah uh, I think if you wanted to kind of plan out and you had topics that you wanted to hit that you know would be good to talk about you may wanted to make sure that you didn't miss them yeah I guess at you that have. point maybe if you make it more like a game not so like not so much like on index cards where you're forcing it, but maybe amongst the food in the middle you also have a bowl with some little slips of paper. And it's like... Oh, so not not mixed into food.
0: It's literally just the little slips of paper. Because sometimes... Like there's not a bowl of mashed potatoes where like you you put it on your plate and that's like a fortune cookie thing. You're like, oh, look. No, 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 no. Okay.
1: No, a bowl specifically designated just for like slips of paper. And it can look like a fortune cookie, fortune. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm thinking just because, you know, as conversations come to a close and nobody else has anything else to say about Mm. that sometimes that transition can be a little awkward.
0: Just go to the bowl.
1: Go to the bowl. Draw a piece of paper. Oh, look, I got one, and it says something about it's the Kama Sutra. And you're like, you know, we'll yeah. probably skip that one. Skip go ahead that and grab one. Another, Don't know how that another. one got in there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, you pull one out. Roger, that Roger like, Goodell. How do you guys feel about Roger Goodell? Yeah. Maybe that would be a little bit better. That's yeah. true. That's, that's a good idea. So maybe... Having topics, you don't have to do the topic bowl, but having some topics maybe in the back of your head or on your phone, or maybe you have a reminder set on your watch or something yeah. like that, and it can pop up and be like, hey, here's some topics that you might want to discuss. Yeah. So Play heads up. play. Phone. Yeah, play heads up. I mean, it, it's really, and it, it's all going to depend on who's at the table, like whether the yeah. conversations are going to be good and yeah. whether it's going to be interesting to eat with those people. Hopefully, you're, you're inviting people to that party that you know, you, you're interested in and you want to hear more about. Right. Them, so.
1: That's interesting you bring that up. I heard a question not too long ago, actually. It was, uh, and I'm sure you've heard it before, but if you could sit down and have dinner with five people from any point in time in history, dead or alive, mm. who would your five people be?
0: Five people, dead or alive, right. that I could have dinner with. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. Okay. I'll off the top of my head. I'll go. Uh, Conan O'Brien, one of that, my favorite right. favorite late late night Very nice. uh, people. Conan O'Brien, uh, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Yeah, would, would love to have him at the table. Yep. Um. Larry David, gotta that have Larry be, David. Yeah, that would be Just, great. Just oh man, he'd be he'd be such a. I think. I mean, if if he's willing, right, to go to the dinner party, right. I think he would be a really fun person to talk to.
1: Larry David um, would be one too. That. I think it would be funny, but you also run the uh, risk of the dinner party becomes uncomfortable at mm-hmm. some point. Which
0: is fine. I yeah. mean if Larry that's David's there, that's his thing. At least we assume so, yeah. based on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So, Conan, Kobe, Larry, uh, Donald Glover. So not Danny Glover. Not Danny Glover. Donald Glover. So Childish Gambino. There's uh, no way they're not related. Donald Glover is the rapper, comedian, writer, producer, director. Yeah. So, hes I mean, I just love to he pick his brain all. about stuff like that. Um, and then, probably, I mean, I, I just have to, just to talk about the shot, Gordon Hayward. Uh, okay. I, I just got to be like, man, that was real close, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, he's kind of... Is there
1: anything you would have done different about that shot?
0: He's on the back nine of his career. Uh, yeah. So, he's got some free time because he's been hurt all the time. Honestly, I think he my make
1: favorite it. Gordon Hayward highlight is when he found out he was having another little girl. Yeah. That Daddy's reaction, always happy. Yeah, daddy's always happy. That reaction was golden.
0: He just wanted a boy. That's all.
1: And I think all men, that, yeah. whether they have kids or not, can relate to that.
0: But let's hear yours, five people that you would invite to a dinner party.
1: Uh, well, you know, my first couple are, I, I coach basketball. I've played basketball. Yeah. It's a big part of my life. So my first couple are uh, kind of related to that. Uh, Bobby Knight. Uh, one, because not, not so much that I would like to take everything that I can from Bobby Knight. Because, you know, he had some different stuff that happened throughout sure. his career yeah. that were not so great. Uh, but he also, you know, was the last... Great coach. Yeah, I mean, he coached the last undefeated uh, team to win a championship. Uh, so I could definitely pick his brain a little bit about that. Plus, he's a really funny guy. I don't know how many of his clips that you've seen. I didn't uh, know that. He's got, some, he's got some really funny stuff. Okay. So uh, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Uh, Since you said Kobe, I'll go Michael. Okay. Yeah. I would love to, as much as I would love to sit down with Kobe Bryant and be able to pick his brain uh, now that we wouldn't be able to do that anymore. Mm. Rest in peace. Um, Michael would be good. Michael would be good. I think kind of hearing some of his stories would be really cool, uh, just judged off of what we saw in the last dance. Uh, But then I kind of got away from the basketball stuff. I kind of started thinking um, Chris Farley. Yeah. Alone or with the gang, with him and. Uh, I almost said David Schwimmer, David Spade, Adam yeah, Sandler, Adam Sandler. Uh, Chris Rock. Those guys, I think, would be. So, well, that,
0: I mean, that you're kind of cheating there because it's, it's supposed to be just five people, but you're right. saying that Chris I, Farley might just bring them. Right. You can't do anything about it. Nah, okay. I
1: just I I don't see a situation. I feel like those guys were kind of inseparable. There was that group of best friends. Uh, yeah. But I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be. Uh, it would be really funny, uh, no matter what the situation mm-hmm. or setting was. Um, another one I said, Al Roker. Okay. I love the I love good weather man, and he tells me whether the weather is going to be good or not in my neck of the woods.
0: Yeah, well, that's funny. We actually just touched on Al Roker last week, so you did you listen to that episode? A little bit. A l- okay. What do you mean by that? Like you listened Some to it and turned it off. So anyway, of so I so far I've been like, yeah, th- okay, that'd be good. That'd be I skipped good.
1: Skip through the parts where Isaac was talking.
0: But Al Roker. I I'm just I I'm not gonna sit here and question your list or anything, but it does seem like like okay. I mean, I guess that's cool.
1: You know, here's the thing: you Al said... Roker plays the the wholesome, always good guy, never says the wrong thing, never does the wrong thing on TV. Yeah, I feel like he's probably met some people and done some stuff that we don't know about Al Roker, okay. and I would that's love true. to. That's
0: true. We just know him at the surface level. That's right. Yeah. just
1: what you see on TV. Okay. So, I would like to kind of get to know him.
0: And earlier you said I love good weather, man. Was that like you I love, love good weather, man, or no, you no, no, no. love good weather, comma, comma man. man? Yeah, okay, I love yeah. good weather. All right, so Al Roker's at yeah. your table. Who? Else, what's the last person? Uh, at last your table?
1: one is Pablo Escobar. I've got some uh, business opportunities I'd like to run by him just to see what he's okay. are. Okay.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's an interesting group, uh, and that would be a, a fun dinner party. Who sits in the middle of the table there? Farley. Farley, for Without me, a doubt. for me, I think it's. It's Conan. Yeah, Conan Larry. would have to
1: be the... Yeah, well, I think you sit them in the middle on each side of the table. Yeah. Just across from You might
0: not... If Conan O'Brien and Larry David are at a table together, you might not get to say anything, and I'd be okay with that.
1: I would be good with sitting back and listening. I, that's My dinner party in particular would be one where I would, I would utilize the bowl with conversation mm. topics.
0: That's good. That's good. And so uh, as we are kind of coming to a close with this episode, I'll just recap real quick. Mm-hmm. Preparing for a dinner party. Seating is important. We just kind of touched back on the middle of the table thing. Mm -hmm. Food. Got to have good food and you've got to be experienced in whatever food you're serving. Ambiance, Yep. A Hollister, minus the cologne. Uh Music. Optional, but kind of depends on the situation. Situational, you could say. Having topics to discuss, not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And then try to uh, invite people that are, you know, a Conan O'Brien, a Chris Farley type to kind of entertain, yeah. as you sit at the table. Yeah, because you're wow.
1: hosting, but just because you're hosting doesn't mean you have to be the entertainer.
0: Right, right, exactly, exactly. And gosh, I feel like we could talk a lot more about this topic, but we have kind of met uh, the, the threshold of the episode, so we're going to end it here. Yeah. I had a great time. Hopefully this helps people prepare for their dinner parties. I know that I learned a lot today yeah. uh, as I talked. I mean, that's usually how I learn stuff. I I, usually,
1: I do I do tend to learn a lot from myself. Yeah,
0: yeah, we both do. Yeah. So Well, that's going to do it. For this episode of AYN2K, my name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pick, and that is all you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number 2NO00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you
1: covered.